Our chapter for today is Revelation chapter 7. With this chapter, we come to the end of this section of the book, chapters 4 through 7. Chapter 7 is a beautiful chapter. Uh, If chapter 6 was unwavering in its pronouncements against unbelievers, chapter 7 is unmatched in its promises to believers. There is here, as in every chapter, a lot of symbolism to work through, but it's worth working through to see the beauty and comfort contained in it. So having said that, let's take a quick look at it and... uh, think first about the fact that God always protects his own and has their good in view. We ended chapter 6 with a sobering description of judgment that is constantly being levied against unbelievers. Judgment that will escalate in intensity as time goes on in reaching its apex at the second coming of the Lord. Chapter 7 begins with, as verse 1 puts it, four angels standing at the four corners of the earth, holding back the four winds of the earth, with the winds representing the coming judgment of God. But also another angel brought a message from God, commanding them in verse 3, not to release the full force of judgment until, quote-unquote, until we have sealed the servants of our God. The servants of God here refer to to believers in Jesus Christ. And they are said here to be sealed from the judgments of God. That is greatly comforting. Now, we've seen earlier in the book, in chapter 6, with the red horse representing the deadly persecution of Christians and the black horse of economic hardship and persecution of Christians. And in the suffering of the various churches in chapters 2 and 3, that many of the difficult things, many difficult things come into our lives as Christians, which the Lord directly permitted to take place Revelation 6, 4. But all of these difficult things that God permits and places in the lives of his own children are not for their harm, not for our harm, but for our good. And Revelation 7 assures assures every Christian that while the Lord's lovingly corrective discipline will be a feature of our lives, never will his punitive judgment be. The chapter symbolically numbers 144,000 that are spared from the judgment of God. My view, as in most every number in the book, this is not a literal number, but like almost every number in Revelation, is symbolic. Without belaboring uh, a a detailed explanation, it it, it is in my judgment, 144,000 is a symbolic number symbolizing all believers. For one thing, in chapter 14, the 144,000 are mentioned again and are specifically identified as referring to all those, quote, who have the Lamb's name and his Father's name written on their foreheads and who had been redeemed from the earth. That's Revelation 14, 1 and 3. So this 144,000 in chapter 7 is explicitly identified in chapter 14 as those who have his name on their forehead and have been redeemed. So they're believers. I think it's a symbolic number of all believers. So the first half of Revelation 7, showing how uh, all believers are completely sealed and protected against the the consuming judgments of God against all who oppose Him. That's, That's what we're learning. Whatever persecutions or hardships that cross our paths are ultimately from the hand of God for our good. And those hardships are always temporary and serve a redemptive purpose. Not so are the judgments of God. They are everlasting. And Revelation will have much more to say about it, but the believer can be sure 
that God always protects his own people, and he has always has, has their, their good in view. Well, the latter half of this chapter um, carries this theme that God is most satisfying. It, 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 the latter half is a scene, a heavenly scene, where believers, are, according to verse 9, are standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They declare day and night, verse 15, salvation belongs to our God um, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, verse 10. And they ascribe a sevenfold uh, declaration of praise to him in verse 12. Blessing, glory, wisdom, thanksgiving, honor, power, and might. They have seen the salvation of the Lord and they naturally overflow in, in effusive adoration. This counter to what some people may believe is the most satisfying thing in the world to us. Spending eternity in unending praise of God in the presence of God will be the most satisfying thing possible to us. It's, it's how we are wired. People travel great distances to see something majestic like the Grand Canyon. Why? Because there is something mystically satisfying about standing in the presence of something vastly bigger and greater and more majestic than yourself. And that's simply an infinitesimal glimpse of the all-satisfying exaltation that will employ us for all eternity in the presence of our Savior. And those are just a few thoughts from Revelation chapter 7.